Yo, 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 yo. Thank you so much for joining us today here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, a couple of amazing race wannabes, talk about (laughs) movies, TV shows, music, or anything we think you guys might want to like to listen to. So hop on in and don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast. You can also email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com or DM us via Instagram at pressplayar. That's gopressplaythenumber2 at gmail.com and Instagram pressplayar. (laughs) On today's show, we're going to be discussing some movie and TV trailers. Uh, We'll go over Russian Doll, a show we think you should be watching. Also, Augie and I went to the movies and saw Hustlers with our friends. And boy, you want to stay tuned for that. (laughs) That was a crazy experience. We got a jam-packed episode today. We'll also inform you on some DVDs and music that are out now. So stay tuned for that. And we'll close the show as always as I try to swerve Riz with six degrees of separation. And the fact of the week? Yep. That, That too, of course. Okay. Uh, But before we begin, I feel I should issue a few apologies from the last episode. Aw. Who did you do wrong? Well, I need first to apologize to our listeners. Uh, Around the 30-minute mark, we didn't realize that the mic was picking up our dog going to town on himself. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So... We apologize for that and whatever image I just gave you. Nice. I feel I need to apologize for my not-so-great voice acting when (laughs) I... That was classic. uh, (laughs) You should put that for next year's nominations. Everyone that really wasn't the (laughs) president of the Academy, that that was was me. And I want to apologize for that. I promise I will never ever do anything like that again. Uh, As the great Balthazar Gracian once said, (laughs) quit while you're ahead. All the guest gamblers do. Gamblers do. Um, And I also need to issue a special apology to uh, Shalane Woodley. She was not the it clown in it chapter. (laughs) So moving on. Let's she was in divergent. She was, yeah, she was in divergent. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, now, right. now that you cleared that out of the air, yes. and it must feel like a huge weight lifted off very your shoulder. Much so, very much so. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of... Episode one of American Horror Story we watched last night? Yes. Uh, so what did you think? I really liked it. All I could think about when I started, or the show started, it was, where's Angelica Ross? And when she came, I was super happy with her performance, her cadence. Is that how you say it? Cadence? No clue. In her acting. Oh, I see, I see. Is what I really liked. Ooh, someone's racing out there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, uh, a lot of people, like I did read some reviews online after we watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people said it started out a little slow. Um... And then it was corny, and obviously they're going for the 80s corny stuff, and 
I think it's it started out like the first fifteen minutes of any eighties horror movie. It's it's just slow, and I didn't think it was that slow. I thought there was there were a lot of good good killings and you know and stuff like that. I felt like it was a little bit overacting, but I think that it was on purpose. Yeah, and I was okay with it. The beginning was okay. It was the introduction of everyone, mm-hmm. quite normal to, to any beginning of any show. Um, after that, coincidentally, uh, Emma Roberts' character got attacked, mm-hmm. and that's what convinced her. Maybe that's a tie. I actually read that uh, the serial killer that attacked her is an actual real serial killer from the 80s. It's um, based off. No, like, well, obviously the the actor wasn't the serial killer, but <laughs> okay. yes, but he's playing the serial killer. Like they've done the they've done stuff like that before in American Horror Story, so that was pretty cool. Oh, okay, so nice. Um, yeah, the acting was over the top. Did uh, not recognize Cody Fern at all. Yeah, I did. I don't really like that look, but it's very eighties. Yeah, I read a lot of people talking about Gus Kensworthy's acting. Which I didn't see see enough acting from him at all to, yeah. to make an, ass, an I don't think and, at, out of that whole episode he was the standout of the of that episode. Yeah, so I don't know why why people are like hating on him. And the other half were saying, you know, or not the other half, but other people were saying or complaining that uh, of course a gay guy is playing straight. Mm. which there's always a-holes that complain about stuff like that. Mm. He, he convinced me either way. I didn't see enough acting to, to say that he's an awful actor. I really didn't care about his sexuality, really. Yeah, well, either way, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing the rest of the season. I think Billy Lord was wonderfully over the top. And, <laughs> yeah, she's cute. Her character's cute. Always, uh, uh, her name, Leslie Grossman, is always over the top. Not as over the top Who's as the... unpopular. Who's the actress that's playing the detective or the the one who went to the psych ward? I'm not sure. I, I'm actually meant to look that up. Yeah, uh, I didn't write her. Early. She she looked a little familiar, but we're looking forward to continuing the season. I I liked it. Uh, I like sure it. Classic gonna... '80s horror film stretched out into what twelve episodes, thirteen episodes, probably. Aren't they usually eight, ten, eight, eight to ten? Eight to ten. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to to seeing what happens. Me too. So these topics, uh, we're just going to talk quickly about them because we haven't really dived into it, or we did in the past. And we also have six pages of topics. Front and back. Front and back. Uh, Single spaced. Yeah. College rule. Uh, The font is uh, at, at two. I don't know. <laughs> the or, font know, is a style. It, or the, uh, the, size? the size of the font is two. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Even. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus uh, was recently uh, was recently released. <laughs> I thought, well, it's, it hasn't started uh, yet. In the Netherlands. Mean, oh, okay. And yeah. they're saying that like stuff like Disney Afternoon and all the, uh, all the old Marvel cartoons... Are going to be on there. I'm thrilled about yeah, Disney. There was afternoon. a guy on Twitter who is uh, was tweeted out his his Disney Plus experience as the Netherlands and that area has gotten. I want to say like a free trial or early access. Whatever Netherlands, for <laughs> you to Disney Plus, and he tweeted because they're all white. Out, you know, a bunch of <laughs> what. <laughs> 
Um, he tweeted out a bunch of stuff that we were all anticipating, which were, like you said, early 90s uh, or mid 90s uh, cartoon shows, afternoon shows, Saturday yeah. morning cartoons, the original X-Men, which you know me. Yeah, Anyone, yeah. like you said in the previous podcast, who spends two minutes with me knows that I love X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1979 Spider-Woman. Oh, wow. And, you know, I was super into Disney Afternoon back in the day. And Is there know, any shows that you are looking to binge watch when that comes out? I Well, I mean, I don't know. Binge watch, it'll probably be more like, you know, turn it on in the background and have a little nostalgia. Uh, oh, like, yeah. you know, the old DuckTales, uh, the old Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, Chippendale, Gargoyles. Darkwing Duck was big. I, You know what? Dar- Gar- Gargoyles started, like, at the very end of my of your... Disney afternoon interest, I guess. Oh, my God. I, I remember it was very that. Popular, very popular. Simpsons is also going to be there. Oh, that's right. The Simpsons are Disney now. I keep forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> And those who haven't really noticed or haven't read about it, the starting price is $6.99. And if you want Hulu included with ESPN Plus, that's $12.99 a month. Or you can pay $69.99 a year. That's not including the ESPN Plus and and Hulu included. What can we do to not have ESPN? We're a couple of gay guys. Come on. Yeah. What do we need that for? I don't know. (laughs) I guess when your dad and your brothers come over. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. I guess. Let's not get it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Uh, There's been rumors that or talks that Lady Gaga is in or is being eyed for a spot in Little Shop of Horror. The remake. Yeah. I Well, A, I don't really see why there needs to be a remake of Little Shop of Horrors. I if feel like it's, it's not broken, pretty don't timeless, fix it. You know? Like, what are, are they going to try? And, they, they have to do something different, so they're going to try and modernize it, I guess. I can see her play as, what's her name? I could see it, too. I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not upset with the casting. I guess I'm just more Who would play Rick Moranis' character, Seymour? Uh, the guy that played it in Chapter Two, I mean in it, I'm oh, sure he can sing. Bill Skarsgård. All, all, all those British people or Swedish people can sing. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool. I'm not surprised with it, really. Yeah. She's gonna kill it no matter what. Well, nothing will. Like I said, nothing will. Uh, I said to you earlier. I mean, not for earlier in the podcast. Uh, nothing will ever compare to Ellen Green. Mm. She turned. You know. Her vocals are amazing, uh, but I think, you know, she, she'd do a good job. Yeah. I'm not, like, hating the casting. No, it's not. I'll, I'll go to the movies uh, to watch that. And Apple's looking to purchase uh, Sony Pictures. What do you think about that? I read that today. Apple's looking to purchase Sony Pictures. All right. <laughs> Which means, here's... Uh, the thing for all you Spider-Man Tom Holland fans, if that deal does happen, Spider-Man's IP gets lost and reverted back to Marvel if the deal is done. Another company that's looking to buy Sony Pictures is Amazon. Hmm. Why and does, why does uh, Spider-Man revert back to Marvel? I'm not Something sure. about the contract? Maybe it's a contract solely with, with Sony Pictures and if they sell the company, they have to give the rights back to oh, Spider-Man. 
Well, I guess or that, back that would, to Marvel. That would work out for Marvel fans. Then. In the same article, it it did read that the reason why, or there's speculation why both company Apple and Amazon are looking to purchase Sony Pictures is because they don't have a big theatrical studio uh, to produce now that everything now is being streamed and right. and having their own little little media world. I heard that uh, AT&T is looking to sell DirecTV. Hmm. Who would want that? Uh, that's the issue. Apparently nobody wants it. They're, they're <laughs> looking to sell it. God. I don't even want DirecTV anymore. We're waiting for our contract to be <laughs> over to get rid of that. Buy DirecTV. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else in the short discussion? In the quick news section? <laughs> Quick news, we should have a little fanfare about that. But no, I think that's it. We'll keep you posted on our uh, reactions and our thoughts about American Horror Story in 1984 and the new updates on Disney Plus as well. Uh, It does get released November 12th. I also read that if you sign up, you get seven days free trial Hmm. uh, directly through them. So you can check that out as well. Cool. Um, We're going to get into movies and trailers or do you have anything to say? Nope, nothing more to add. Uh, I think it's time to move on to the trailers. The trailers. We uh, watched three trailers today. One was for a new Netflix show called Raising Dion. It's set to be released October 4th. Uh, The cast includes Alicia Wainwright, Josiah Young, Sammy Haney, Gavin Munn, and Donald Paul. I don't recognize any of those names, uh, but Michael B. Jordan had a cameo in the trailer, yeah. and it looked like Jason Ritter was also in the trailer. Well, it looked like Jason Jason Ritter was actually also in the trailer, and I obviously recognize him. Uh, it is about a widowed single mom who finds out that her son has superpowers, and she tries to figure out how to raise him safely and responsibly. So what'd you think? You know me and anything superpower, superpower, I'm right there at the front door. So, okay, you're, you're ready for... I'm sold. Ready yeah, to raise a that's... little Dion? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready to raise him, watch him grow up. Um, honestly, I wasn't uh, too excited when you told me about it, uh, but the trailer kind of did win me over. The special effects look amazing. Mm. It's kind of like... It's kind of been done a million times, let's be honest, but it looks good. So, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'm excited. Yeah, it seems like at the beginning, she doesn't know that he has powers. And it seems that when that, in the trailer, when he gets the little stuffed animal to give back to the girl that dropped it in the street and almost gets run over, I feel like that's the... The beginning? The beginning of her discovery that her son is special. It also seems like the father probably passed it on to him and has powers himself. Yeah, that seems like there's a con- collection with that, lightning, and the weather. Yes, yes. Uh, and the father is, is played by Michael G- B. Jordan, who it appears has a small part and will probably just have a cameo. Yeah, or he cameos. also executive produced this. And he's the executive producer. It looks good. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Me too. I'm, I'm going there. Sweet, you're, we're gonna raise some Dion. <laughs> raise some little superhero dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're ready to move on to the next trailer. Before we do, we have to mention as well that we saw some fall 
TV. We saw some fall television trailers. Trailers, yeah. Uh, we well, we got halfway through. We'll finish it. We were having issues with the internet yesterday, but we'll finish it eventually, and we can talk about that in the next podcast. Okay. Uh, so it was basically the 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 shows that we'll be starting within the next two weeks because I did it in chronological order because that's how I am. What stood out for you? Did anything stand out, stand out out to you? Not a lot. The only two that stood out for me was the Colby Smolder television show and the Patricia Heaton Carol Second Second Chance or Carol's Sex Second chance i don't know if it was carol someone's second chance yeah where she plays a a divorcee who um goes to med school or becomes a doctor and she's uh i guess she starts out as an intern and and it looks cute the cast looks good i recognized uh the guy from raising hope uh i forget i forget the the cast looks fun yeah and i read that uh, whoever plays the da- daughter in the trailer um, has been recast. No High way. school music fans, Ashley Tisdale is now playing the daughter. We're all in this together. Oh, you actually know songs from High School Musical? Uh, yes. Okay. I just I learned am something new. Team Troy <laughs> all the effing way. Ah. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. When he was doing his dance moves on the golf course, I was like, oh, my basement got flooded. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one stood out to me. Uh, again, like you said, the the uh, Kobe Smolders, whatever, I forget the name of it. We, I should have written Slum it down. Town or something like that. Yeah, I'll give that one a shot. Uh, the... the <laughs> The cute one that, that stood out to me, another CBS show. I always there's always one CBS show that stands out, and I always say, "Oh, I'm gonna check it out," and I get like I can't even get through the first episode. This year, it's gonna be what is it? Bob loves Aliona. Uh, Abashola. Abashola. Where, I think it's super cute. It does look cute. I like it. But again, this it always happens to me. CBS and well, Chuck Lord did do Big, Big Bang Theory, right? What did he? Yeah, so he's not always awful, but, you know, sometimes he's kind of awful hmm. with his shows. Uh, but we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's about a guy who apparently has a heart attack and he ends up in, in the hospital and sort of falling for the Jamaican nurse that tends to him. Or the, the African nurse. She's from Nigeria. Nigeria. And, wow. <laughs> well, I thought, well, I think originally it was supposed to be Jamaican, so don't get mad at me. Okay, I hope um, not. That doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah, I it think it's cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, those three are probably, I'll probably check out, and we'll we'll watch more trailers. A, a bunch of them, I can't even remember, a lot of, uh, a lot of courtroom dramas. Yeah, and, one was like a dramedy, and the other one was a drama. Yeah. A drama courtroom. Yeah, I don't like that. Courts hmm. freak me out. Yeah. Just like hospitals. But, yeah. And we'll keep you posted on the others uh, as we continue watch, watching other fall. Fall trailers, yep. Fall trailer. Sweet. Okay, so the next uh, trailer is Black Christmas. It is going to be released December 13th, 2019. And it's a remake of the 1974 film by the same name. The director is Sophia Takal or Takal. And the cast is Imogen Poots, Brittany O'Grady, Alice Shannon, Lily Donahue, Lucy Curry, 
Carrie L. Elwes, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing these names, guys, and Ben Black. And the synopsis is a group of students are stalked by a mysterious stranger during their Christmas break. Ho, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first thing I noticed, and actually uh, it's a remake of the 1979. They already remade it 10 years ago. Oh. So, and I, I like the, the remake. The ending was amazing. Uh, the rest of it was okay. Um, the first thing I noticed with this one is I didn't recognize a single actress, which was interesting because, like, in the last remake, I recognized Michelle Trachtenberg. I recognized what's her name from, uh, oh, what movie was she in? Her, uh, um, oh, I know her. What's her name? Her, too. Uh, Bruce Willis's daughter was in it. Rumor Willis was in it. Rumor has it. Uh, and I, there were a few other people, and this one, not a single, uh, I'm sure they've been in, in other stuff, but I didn't, I didn't course, recognize them either. Carrie, uh, you, you, but maybe it's because it's cheaper to get these girls instead of, oh, I don't know, Carrie, Carrie was Eels, or however you pronounce his name, was the only one I recognized. He was in, uh, Saw, the, the Saw movies, and he was also famous for, uh, shoot, what's that fantasy um, Narnia, the, prin- the Princess Bride. He's famous for the Princess Bride. Oh, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the thing about this trailer was there apparently are a lot of twists in the movies in the in the actual movie, and the trailer gives everything away. I was I I think I wrote that down. Um, it gives way too much away. Like I the, think I saw the whole movie in the trailer. Exactly. Like there's there's a cool scene where they fight. The uh, the perpetrator or the the perpetrator the uh, the killer the killer in in the kitchen and they knock him out and when they unmask him he's a statue. It's like that, I think that pulls you in, but then you just told us way too much. Like, what does that even mean? I think that scene they should have saved it for the movies yes. because that would That's have a been a good, real shocking thing, creep thing. And then you know, apparently, as the trailer. Tells us the the fraternity is the perpetrator, and the girls come and 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 team up, and your vibrator again. Yeah, that's the my girls vibrator. Team up and and go after the fraternity. That's literally the entire movie. So thank you so much for giving us. I I was sort of interested. So I don't. I I'll probably wait until it comes out on DVD. What do you think? Um, I personally think that I can wait for DVD as well. Well, it depends. Maybe or, the, I mean, it comes out in December. There isn't a lot of movies in December, so maybe we'll we'll feel bored one one afternoon. Or we can just wait till next year when it's at Halloween Horror Nights because I guess Bloomhouse has a great contract with. Oh, that'd be a really cool Universal Studios. Really cool. We're going to Halloween Horror Nights. Did we mention that? We're awesome. We're awesome. We're better than you. (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) We're just two cool, super amazing dudes who are going to be on the Amazing Race (laughs) and are going to Halloween Horror Nights. So I'm not saying we're better than you. I'm just saying we have a podcast. (laughs) And apparently that means a lot. 
Oh, it seems like it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you want to get to the next film? Absolutely. Next trailer. The next trailer is actually, I, I didn't even know this movie was coming out until you told me about it. Uh, it was Gretel and Hansel. It is set to be released next year, January 31st, 2020. It's directed by Oz Perkins. The cast includes Sophia Lillis. I'm assuming that's the that's girl her. from It. Yep. Uh, who I said looked like uh, Evangeline Lilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice Cringe. Uh, Samuel Leake. Jessica DeGal. And Charles Bab- Babalola. Babalola. Okay. I made sure I typed that. <laughs> I typed uh, it correctly. The general synopsis is... A long time ago in a distant fairy tale countryside, a young girl leads her little brother into a dark wood in desperate search for food and work, only to stumble, stumble upon a nexus of terrifying evil. Alright. Looks scary. I love it. You you're you like witches. I I, I, I noticed that the horror movies you like deal with witches i absolutely love where this aesthetic (laughs) this style of direction is going oz perkins i see your vision you have me sold Uh, i can't wait to watch it um one thing that i saw was at the end of the movie of the movie trailer it said vroom vroom it said it's a grim fairy tale. Mm-hmm. So my theory is that it could be probably a beginning of future anthology movies from the grim, that would be grim a, fairy tale universe or that books. That would be really cool. Or like darker telling. Very of a lot dark. Of stories and there's a lot of uh, like Cinderella or um, isn't is the Little Mermaid grim? I want. I'm not sure. I want to. Oh say... no, that's Hans Christian Andersen. I think. Yes. Yes. Uh, but correct. still, even The Little Mermaid was pretty dark in the original. Yeah, it was like, pretty twisted. But yeah, all these different. That'd be really interesting to see. I know they tried to do the the um, what was it called the Dark Universe, which didn't work out. Oh uh, yes. They had like the cast ready to go for for the other movies, and it didn't. And work it just out. major flop because of Tom Cruise's Mummy movie. Who's who's. Great idea was to put Tom Cruise in something like that. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. But Gretel and Hansel looks great. I love the cinematography. I love the style, the simplicity, yet the chaoticness of it. I'm completely there on January 31st, 2020. I don't know why I'm saying the date, because I'm so excited about this movie. I'm, I'm, you know, it looks good. Not, not really up my alley as far as horror movies go, but it looks, it looks nice and scary and, you know, witches are fun. Sophia Lillis looks really good. Yeah, I, I hope that she, uh, she never grows her hair out. Or, I mean, not never, but that she, you It know, fits her. It's, it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's cute, and, it, and and I think it differentiates her from the other actresses her age, at, yeah. you know, right now. Um, good for her. I'm glad to see her. You know, she's going to be um, the movie version of... Oh, wow, it's escaping me now. They're doing a show as well of... Uh, crap, I'm going to look it up. Okay, so Let's while see. you look that up... Um, while you look that up... 
I'm just going to be here talking about this awesome Gretel and Hansa movie. Nancy Drew. <laughs> Nancy she's Drew. Gonna be, yes. She's going to be Nancy Drew. I Safe. looked it up. And there's going to be a show about Nancy Drew as well on probably the CW or something like that. You know, they, they're doing shows like yep. that. Uh, but good for her. I'm, I'm glad to see her doing well. And in theory, if the grim fairy tale universe does open up, what other movie from that novel or from that book series would you want to watch or want to see? Uh, out of the ones that I can remember generally, I think, uh, even though I think it's been done, the Grim Fairy Tales version of Cinderella, mm. they can redo it again because the other ones weren't really that great. Rapunzel is another one. Uh, I would like to see. to see Red Riding Hood. Really? I think, like, the red would be, like, such a strong symbol uh, Which in throughout actually, the movie. It has been done just like Cinderella. Very dark, Very woodsy. Dark. Oh, yes. I would I would like to watch that. That would be cool. I hope that that turns out to be a, Successful, a new yeah. universe. Or mm-hmm. not universe, but a new new um, series of movies. We'll yeah. see. I'm looking forward to see it. On to the next segment. Richard is being super careful with noise sensitivity now because I'm always telling him, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Apparently, I'm not supposed to be dropping pens (laughs) or putting my coffee cup down hard, which, you know, okay. (laughs) Okay, I mean. You know, write in and tell me if, if you find it not, you know, interesting to hear me make noise. <laughs> Whatever. Can you please? Someone's like, <laughs> emails us. I only want to hear background noise. Uh, so our second segment, are you ready to go into that? I am so ready. We watched basically the entire Russian doll series in a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. It Originally was released in February. It's been out that long. The cast includes Natasha Lyonne, Charlie Barnett, Gret Lee, Elizabeth Ashley, Rebecca Henderson, and Dasha Polanco. The general synopsis, a woman named Nadia, played by Natasha Lyonne, is on a quest to have a great time at her birthday party, hosted by her best friends. By the end of the night, she dies but strangely restarts again at the same moment at that party every time she begins the journey her journey to figure out what the hell is happening to her and i'd like to add i'm very happy about this it's been renewed for a second season Yay. to start june 11th oh no oh, that's when it that was it, renewed yeah that <laughs> that's like, when it was renewed it came out let's let's stop this podcast and watch it right now <laughs> now at the beginning i did hear about Russian Doll, but I didn't want to watch it because I saw the word Russian and I thought mob and crime. And I'm like, no, I'm not interested in that. That's a great lesson to don't judge a book by its cover, or in this case, the cover of the Netflix. I remember when it first came out, and I I guess it was back in February, uh, Seeing a trailer for it on Netflix, and I wanted to watch it so badly. It looked so good. I didn't good. even watch a trailer. <laughs> um, and what was I saying? 
I wanted to watch it, uh, but we were watching other stuff at the time. So it was like one night we were sitting there. We didn't have anything to watch. And I think I put it on. Yeah, I'm like, let's, let's try this out. It's only a half an hour. You know, what? what's a half an hour out of our life to try this, uh, this show out? And it was good. Natasha Leone is hilarious in it. Um, it's just, uh, it's a, it's one of those shows that grabs you that it, it was like dead to me. You know, the one episode ends, you're, you want to see hooked. what happens, you know, yeah. what do you think? I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Imagine just living your life over and over again at the best birthday party your friends could ever throw you. I don't know if that was the best birthday party for that particular character. Well, I mean, it looks like it was a, a gay old time to me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Every time's a gay old time for you. Yes, because I'm a gay guy. Yeah. If you haven't noticed. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no, but there were there were some really good twists and turns. There was a great twist with Charlie Bar- Barnett, who I, I had to remind you that he was the... We saw him later or halfway through the season... And I had I remind you that he was in the first very first episode. Uh, yeah, I had no idea that was him. Yeah, I recognize him. Uh, and whoever played her friend at the party, Greta, the one, um, <laughs> the one that every time she came out, she's like, "Happy birthday, baby!" Yes, I loved her. Happy she, birthday, baby! She is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So um, again, like the synopsis says, it, she dies at the end of the night, and she wakes up or she snaps back to the same moment, which happens to be inside uh, the bathroom of her friend's home that is being thrown at the party. Right? So when she first dies, she comes back, and she first thought that it was the drug or the laced weed with the cocaine exactly uh she even goes on a mission to find out where this drug comes from who is making it because it is weird that she did she experienced that and then she freaking dies again and i think the third or fourth time she's like okay something is really weird happening here she keeps dying she keeps dying (laughs) um and she's on her quest to find out what's going on. And halfway through the season, she meets what's that dude's name? Charlie Barnett, where they where he confesses to her or he tells her that he's been dying for about twelve times already. Yeah. And there's so, some sort of correlation to that. There yeah, there was a connection between the two characters. Like they I guess well, you know, if you don't want to hear spoilers, don't uh, fast forward, I guess. Yeah. But I guess uh, they were supposed to save each other, so they were they were meant to like have a connection. Mm. Um, and there's there's so many great twists. The twist in the final episode that was I think I've that never was seen beautiful. A, anything done like that before? That was that was really cool. That was really cool. I um, really like. We won't it. spoil that, I guess. No. No. Um, but overall, it's a good it's a good show. It's super funny. Dasha Polanco from um, oh, Orange that's is the right. New Black. I forgot. That's yeah. That's, I knew I recognized. She that plays uh, Charlie Burnett's partner. Is it rainy? It is rainy. Or it's probably windy. No, no, it's rain. We have some weird weather here in Miami now. It looks like a huge hurricane is coming, but no, no. there isn't. Come on, it's not coming. It was really windy today, though. Super yeah. windy. My work is by the water, so the water was super choppy. My work is in a building. Yeah. 
It's okay. very plain. <laughs> you were so happy. We were driving on I-95 South, and where were we going? Oh, shoot. I think we were going out to... We were going to see Vampire Weekend. Oh, that's right. And, and like, there's my building. You're like, there's my building. That's, that's where I work. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a little kid. Yeah. Oh, babe. You're so sweet. What? Uh, so, <laughs> the Russian Doll. It's on Netflix if... Uh, you haven't noticed because I always say that a lot. If you haven't, I noticed. highly, highly, highly recommend it. Like I said in the uh, in the big Emmy episode. Ooh, I, we, uh, we'll talk about that after. Yes, but uh, like I said in that episode, like between Dead to Me and Russian Doll, I would have chosen Russian Doll, even though I chose. Yeah, absolutely. No way. I, I thought it was a lot better. And, well, I mean, the sci- science fiction in Russian Doll is what, you know, grabbed me a little more than Dead to Me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like I just feel more, like the acting the in Dead to Me was superb. Oh, yeah. Compared... Well, I mean, that I'm not saying acting, because I did say that Christina Applegate over Natasha Leone. I think I picked Applegate as well. Oh. We did. We both picked Applegate. And what were you going to say about the Emmys? Oh, uh, the Emmys. Uh, this... This is going to air after uh, the next Yeah, Emmys, after the Emmys. But uh, the technical Emmys already aired, and our little wager, so far, we are both tied. With? With three. Three to three! We bro, 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 bro. both correctly predicted that RuPaul would get the Yes, the and post. I posted that on, on our Instagram. Super happy about that. Very Super proud. proud of RuPaul being... Uh, the winner four straight years in a row. Four straight years, and we both predicted the the costume. <laughs> two, two, who knew two gay guys who would, would predict correctly predict the costume categories? Uh, Game of Thrones and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel both won costume. Obvi. So we are tied three to three, and. We'll uh, keep you we'll, posted we'll on the next happens. Yeah. on the next podcast this Sunday. The, yeah, the winners of the primetime Emmys. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yeah, our dog needs to take a piss. Oh, oh uh, uh, I don't know what to do. What's up, Riz? We're having a potluck at my job, and the theme is summer fun. I don't know what to bring. Hey, contact Sugar Tooth Gang. Sugar Tooth Gang. Yeah, Sugar Tooth Gang meets your sweet needs for any occasion. Birthday, corporate, or just cause. Each treat is handmade and individually designed and are made with care. So, Christmas cookies? Yep. Easter treats? Yep. Luau party? Aloha, honey. Hanukkah? Shalom, homie. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously though, contact them via Instagram at Sugar Tooth Gang and place your order. And listeners that live in Miami-Dade, Broward, or Monroe County in Florida, Sugar Tooth Gang is currently taking orders for the fall season, and soon they'll take orders across the U.S. So visit them on their Instagram for more details. Oh, oh, uh, I don't know what to do! Oh, wait, we already did that. Never mind. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. That just happened. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So, we went to the movies. (laughs) We, yeah, we we had a movie experience. We had a crazy movie experience when we went to go see Hustlers. 
Now, Hustlers was released September 13th, 2019, and the cast includes Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, Julia Stile, Kiki Palmer, Lily Reinhardt, I'm sorry, and with special guests and cameo by Lizzo and Cardi B. Now, the reason why I said, or I put here a special cameo by Lizzo and Cardi B is because they advertised them so much and they were barely there. Yeah, it was cameo. So we're, I guess that's just a little warning for everyone else. I was expecting so much more Cardi B, a lot more. And I think uh, all of our girlfriends were, were, were wanting more Cardi B. Now, Honey Bee said that the reason why there was not a lot of Cardi B was because during the filming of that of the movie, she just had the baby, and she had lipo, and she had her boobs ju- done, which was a triple threat. And they <laughs> told her, you know what, boom, chill for this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, from from what we saw, they did a good job. Uh, I would have liked to have seen more Lizzo. Me I, too. I, I, I I can't say that I would know any of her, her songs. She's a singer, right? Yeah. Um, but I liked her character, so I would have liked to have seen her a little more. Hustler is a movie about a group of savvy former strip club employees that band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. The movie had a $20 million budget and the box office weekend ended with $33.8 million. There you go. Which is... Pretty good for a movie like this. Sounds like a success to me. And I think it broke records by being... Female, mostly female cast. And diverse. And diverse. Yeah, I can't think of any... Like, there were no no men that had any lead roles at all. No. So, so fantastic. before we get into what the movie is about, let's talk about the date. So, our girlfriends or our friends, uh, it's about five or six of us, six or seven of us. Well, I think by the end, there were probably 12 or 13, (laughs) (laughs) because uh, some of them were seeing double. We try to get together (laughs) monthly because we all have different lives. Some of us are mothers, others are business owners, others are just trying to get that paper and we just try to get together as much as we can. And we all wanted to see Hustlers. And we got together. And we all said, hey, why don't we have brunch in the theater? And... We met in the parking lot. We uh, met in the parking lot. Everyone was in charge of something. We were in charge of the orange juice. Addie was in charge of the champagne. Uh, Honey Bee was in charge of... Crustables or Uncrustables PB&J. Very tasty. Which are so good. I've never tried that that before, <laughs> and we got to buy them next time we go to the store. <laughs> who, knew, who knew that those were a thing? Char Char brought croissant, buttered croissant, and Dee Dee brought some goodie bags of literally the Cuban bakery yeah. into the theater. And when we get to the parking lot, it was early in the morning because, again, everyone has lives. We had things to do, and it was the early matinee. I think it was 10.30, and we roll up the parking lot one by one. Everyone was side by side, and here comes Char Char prepping the goodie bags with the butter croissants, <laughs> and then Addie shows up with the champagne, and me and her 
are and, and her mama. Oh, and her mom, <laughs> which she is super supportive. She's like, "Yes, you guys have fun. I'm here. I'm all for this. <laughs> I am supporting you guys. Live your life to the fullest, cause YOLO." <laughs> so, me and her are. We bring uh, empty bottles of twenty ounce bottles of tea to fill that up with orange juice and champagne. Some of us were super, super generous with the champagnes. Others, like Riz, liked a more virgin mimosa. Yep. So straight up OJ for me. Everyone get there. Everyone gets there, but Dee Dee. Uh, and of course, Dee Dee is the one with the tickets. And Dee Dee's the one with the tickets. So she's like, I'm running late. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Uh, it wasn't no 20 minutes. <laughs> well, she's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, dropping someone off and I have to go pick someone else up and then drop them off. Uh, and yeah. like, uh, she has the tickets and the movie was going to start in 10 minutes. So she somehow was able to uh, email, email them. Email them to us and we got in. So when we sit down, we start opening packages, opening our bottles. It was insane. It was super funny. Um, I feel like I'm only I'm talking here. Uh, yeah, it was cute. Uh, we, like I said, I had the my my virgin uh, mimosa, and the croissants were awesome. Oh, they were. We, really we had nice. a whole we had a whole spread. Uh, yeah, all I we was needed honestly, was a blanket, and we would have just sat on the theater floor and yeah, just chilled. Uh, yeah, but, you guys could have done that. Yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah. I was waiting for those uh, the Cuban pastries. Well, that's the thing. What what happened with so that? So when when Dee Dee did finally come, it <laughs> oh was God. I would say, damn, it was it had to have been forty five minutes into the into the movie. Yeah, uh, she she sat down, and a good twenty minutes go by, and I'm like. Where are the Cuban Where pastries? are the so I'm like, so how do I do this? Like, how, so I'm like, Augustine, did you did you offer Didi the her bottle of mimosa? <laughs> you know, expecting her to be like, oh yeah, that's right, I have this stuff, and that's what happened. <laughs> so she, um, so Augustine started passing the bags down. It was like Ziploc like, bags he's full like, of Cuban pastry yeah. of croquetas. Um, pastelitos. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, take one and pass it down. So I took one and, you know, and I passed the bag down. I took an, another one from the second bag and passed. And then we come to find out that after I, of course, been halfway through the second one, that each person was supposed to get a bag. <laughs> yeah. And you and I, Austin and I had We're taxing taken. people. <laughs> we were taxing their freaking little goodie bags, and we had no idea, but it was so freaking good. Yeah, it was good stuff. That we had such a great time. It was so freaking funny. Our seats didn't work. Your seats, because we uh, had reserved seatings that were reclined, and halfway through the movie, no, at the beginning of the movie, Char Char said, you know, you guys could put your seats back. And we're like, no, it doesn't work. Mm. Me and Rizzo are the type of people that don't like to go to managers when something's wrong. It has to be like I something mean, really serious I, I to like get someone of that magnitude. But it was just recline your chairs. We really didn't think it was a big deal. But we uh, did pay for it. So I kind of understand. Yeah. Bless you. <laughs> um, Honeybee also didn't have... 
uh, her recliner working. Brenda and Dee Dee. So yeah. right when the movie was about to start, she said, well, I'm going to go to the manager <laughs> and I'm going to get a refund. It's, and we're like, no, cool. girl, it's, it's cool. fine. It's fine. And she was really not happy with it, which, again, understand and super sweet for caring and, and thinking right. about us. Uh, I did tell her that we're going to treat her to a movie. Yes, because she went to the... She actually did go to the manager after the movie (laughs) was done and got uh, you, uh, Brenda, Didi, and I all free free Uh, future movies. So we're going to splurge and... Or splurge, but treat treat her to a movie. Yeah, that was really super, super sweet of her. Um, But... You know, to the actual. Do you want to continue with the to with our no, brunch can, a little more? Can, Are you ready to talk about uh, Hustler? Well, we could talk about yeah, we could talk about the movie now. Um. So yeah, it's not really something that I would have probably gone to the to to the theater to see on my own. Um. But I, you know, the cast did stand out. I mean, Jennifer Lopez. Come on, did you see her in the trailer? If you didn't see her in the trailer, you'll see a lot more of her in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Constance Wu is amazing. Uh, Julia Stiles was in it, who is also amazing. I was I was thrilled to see her. I did not expect Julia Stiles to be in the role that she was in. I honestly well, thought yeah. she, that she was going to be a stripper. I thought she was going to be a dancer as well, which, you know, she's, she looked amazing. She could have. Uh, Kiki Palmer, well, I'm going over the cast again, but I don't care. Kiki Palmer is awesome. And uh, little Lily Reinhardt, who was Betty Cooper, who all right, she was she was funny, <laughs> I guess the blonde blonde girl that kept throwing up. Oh yeah, her. yeah. But I... like it started out with, uh, of course, Constance Constance Wu uh, trying to support her her grandmother and taking a stripping job or whatever, another stripping job, and she meets. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, who is introduced in a very memorable scene. Yeah, she starts... The movie starts off with uh, Constance Wu trying to make her rounds through a strip club. Uh, You can tell immediately she's not comfortable. She's a little shy. She's coy. And when she sees J-Lo's character, Ramona, walking in and making the crowd completely pay attention to her she showed like she wanted to emulate her completely and she wanted all all, you know the tips yeah and she wanted the tips. people were tossing money up there like it was raining let me explain this this scene to you (laughs) in okay so it's a wide shot of the stage of the strip club and starts the music of Criminal by Fiona Apple, mm-hmm. which, mamma mia, <laughs> delicioso, <laughs> and comes out Miss JLo in a white, and it is after Labor Day, so I forgive her, <laughs> white sequence, barely, barely minimal showing like bathing suit with just one string hugging those luscious Puerto Rican buns. What? Up. Her booty. Oh, okay. Well, it's J-Lo. And she starts dancing to that song. I turned over to the girls and I said, I'm going to break up with Riz. (laughs) Because that was so sexy. So sultry. 
so oh my lord that was she looked amazing and she, she was she's 50 that's I'm all i got like how, how is she 50 i like to kick stretch what, what, and kick what kind of uh i guess the um the fountain of youth really is in in puerto rico like they originally thought uh, yeah it seems so i want to know I guess what that explains me right what brujeria yes queen <laughs> you better walk j-lo eat your heart out because here comes riz so, okay. <laughs> Imagine you on the stripper, on the stripper oh pole. <laughs> but the one thing I did notice in the film, though, the constant Constance Wu, you never really got to see her on the pole. No. Uh, I was kind of she was doing that because she was the the lead actress and she was getting tips. Okay, so we get that huge introduction to J Lo's character Ramona. Yes. Uh. And then, of course, Constance Wu wants to kind of learn from her and find out how to, like, make all this money. I so, think her name in the movie is Destiny. Destiny. Well, that, that, uh, it's her stripper name. Yeah. Because there, I think her, her real name was Dorothy. Um, I think so. Uh, yeah, so Ramona so, takes her under her wing. Well, I got to talk about the meeting, their, their first meeting, um, when they're on the rooftop and they share a blanket. A mink um, coat, a fur coat. A mink coat. I, I was I the only one that was getting a little bit of lesbian vibe. I didn't get that. I know what you mean, but I feel like in in exotic dancing or in that type of of world, I'm sure that there's some sort of like sisterhood or like watching each other's back. I mean, that honey, was, I'm gonna get my own, like, and you collect your coins, and I'm gonna collect my coins. But so they're like, gonna come, have... come over here and sit in between my legs while I cuddle you. I well, and and there were other parts of the movie where I felt that was the case with with at least Ramona. At least maybe that's what they were putting on. Yeah. Um, so it Ramona then teaches basically Destiny the ropes of how to basically not basically get the most out of men's pocket, right? Uh, and how to work work them and how to be mischievous about it and uh that's when she starts you know getting more money and more money to support her grandma right and she eventually meets some random dude and because really the the beginning stripper part isn't the main part of the movie that's that's basically where we do see lizzo and cardi b we can talk about that before we go on to the second part yeah cardi b has a, a few good scenes lizzo has a few good scenes they both get to dance, um, but that's about it. Um, yeah, but they have a, a a bit of a scene in the wardrobe backstage. She sh- Lizzo does show up with her freaking flute, you know. You didn't see that? I'm sh- she's playing the flute sh- on the sure. mirror. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I and then she's like, "I just want to come home and just chill." And then Cardi B uh, has her line where she's like. All men see is women dancing on the pole, but they don't know that we're here Monday through Sunday, and we just want to go home and just relax and eat fucking ice cream. Um, ice cream. Oh, yes. <laughs> what do you want to have? Oh, uh, we can go to McDonald's afterwards. No. Stop. I can't <laughs> do that. You're my, you're my bad devil sh- on my shoulder. And, uh, oh. McDonald's devil. But, but we'll yes. go later. Okay. 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 So. And yeah, minimal Parts from Lizzo and Cardi B. It's it's really really a blink and you miss it. Yeah, 
and Kiki Palmer is in the beginning, and actually Julia Stiles' role is in the future, where at the time we don't really know what's why Constance Wu's character, uh, Destiny, is giving this interview to some magazine, which we do find out uh, as the movie goes. So Constance Wu meets some dude, gets knocked up, decides to leave stripping, decides to try other jobs, or I guess. But that, but that also happens as well because of the recession well that's that's after like the recession hit while she was uh um you know it wasn't while she was during stripping no oh my misstep it's when she went back and the recession had happened and everything was different okay so she you know she breaks up with her boyfriend and she has to support herself and she tries to uh, go back to you know, dancing or, or she try, you know tries a few different jobs and she just she doesn't have experience in oh yeah things. she tries to she, get a, a job at that boutique yes and they're like do you have experience in uh in customer and she service? says the iconic phrase how am i going to have experience if i don't get if, experience yeah. exactly which i can relate to a little bit uh okay oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> keep going uh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that a little bit. Uh, so she ends up going back to the strip club, but shit has changed. Uh, after the recession, the big big wigs um, aren't giving the money or aren't there to. to yeah, they've give become the money super anymore. frugal. Sex has become even cheaper, quicker, faster to obtain, well, and I that. I don't know for sure that sex was going on before, but apparently a lot of the girls have been replaced by the the Russians. I'm putting quotations mark quotation marks up because I don't know if you know there were Russians in real life, and who were giving uh, blowjobs for three hundred dollars. Blowjobs for three hundred dollars. Whereas in the past, Destiny and Ramona would get four figures for just a lap dance. Right. And it's just, uh, it's not re- re- really that sex has gotten cheaper, stripping has gotten cheap. Right. Um, and that wasn't the niche anymore. Um, I think the last big bang of that era was when a special guest shows up in the strip club. We, we're not going to spoil that. And With that, Holly Culkin? Yeah. Damn, I told you not to say Damn, that. Damn, I'm so sorry. His, his skinny white ass shows up in the strip and start throwing... Freaking 20s at everybody. And, and would you believe that they left him alone and it was home alone? Oh God, stripper alone. <laughs> home stripper alone. Part, you know, 50. Could you <laughs> imagine? 50 Macaulay now, right? Culkin wakes up from the strip club the next day <laughs> and everyone's gone. They leave him alone. Oh, I'm getting a really good like science fiction script in my head for this story. Oh, awesome. Where just everyone disappears. <laughs> like they, it's like Armageddon and Macaulay Culkin, uh, Kevin, is the only person left on Earth. Kevin and Cardi B's character. All right. That would be an awesome contrast to, to go okay. through. All right. <laughs> I love it. I'll be there as well. So, yeah, so then when shit hits the ceiling fan and yeah. they're down on their luck, uh, Destiny runs into Ramona again. Yes, um, and Ramona has developed a scheme with some of the some of the girls, including from, Kiki Palmer. From the past. Right. From that grand old time of stripping. So their scheme was to basically meet dudes at... 
like bars, bars lounges and to kind of seduce them and um when they're not looking drug them and then take them to to the strip club and basically run up their credit card as much as i can yeah yeah which you know isn't the most legal thing in the world to do but um ethically morally ethically, no well of course not but you know they're they they weren't afraid to get caught because what were they gonna go tell people like they were gonna obviously get in trouble with their their wives and it might affect their their careers. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're trying to ignore it, guys, but our dog is passing tremendous gas and we are locked in our room with them. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't let him match. <laughs> So, yeah, they start just, like, playing with them. Doing that. Toying with them. Exactly. And Uh, sometimes it's a hit and miss. Sometimes they're, like, successful. They can rack up to, like, $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 even in one night. Others are, like, no, super not interested. Next. So it was a hit and miss in that. Right. So. In that um, montage. They, you know, eventually get frustrated since it wasn't always, like you said, fruitful, fruitful. So they decide to take it a, a step further. And regardless of whether the guy was interested or not, they would just drug him and yeah. take him to the strip club uh, and, you know, run up, run up their credit cards. And it kept uh, escalating. So at first they were meeting strangers and they started meeting. Uh, no, at first they started meeting old clients. And then they started getting desperate and they started oh, okay. uh, meeting yeah, strangers. Right, That's right. when Destiny was like, girl, we can't come up with strangers because yeah. we don't know the outcome to that. Exactly. Um, and that's where uh, Lily Reinhardt came in as well. And she joined the... or The I mean, Charlie's I think, Angel. Oh, she, was, of, she was part of it before. Yeah. It was that girl who was a drug addict and a criminal that joined. Yeah, that was towards the end. Uh, played by... Uh, the girl from, I don't think she's on here. No. Um, from Orange is the New Black. The one who... The, the one with the braids from the first season. Yeah. The, the close braids in the first season. Yeah. The blonde girl. Zanky, stop it. And it kept escalating until... Uh, what what was like the final straw? What, like... Uh, it was a guy from it, a National Enquirer magazine who posted how he... Lost like so much money in one night, and he came back another night and lost so much money, but he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. And they were speculating that women uh, strippers were drugging them and maxing out their cards. Oh, and it was because that guy's he had a corporate card as well, and they maxed that out. So the corp, uh, his job started investigating as well because of all that. And I guess that's how it all started escalating and right. getting seriously with the girls. The movie itself, I really enjoyed it. It was well paced, a little, a little, uh, a little bit bumpy midway, but then it picks up again. I think it's a great movie that you can watch with with your girlfriends and just have a good time. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Excuse um, my phone. I wasn't. Yeah, sure. Your phone. <laughs> I'm doing quotation marks again. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Again, it wasn't something I would have gone to see uh, on my own. Uh, but it was entertaining. Sorry. The The brunch was fun. The movie was entertaining. Um, it, you know, 
it was a good movie. I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. I would. I didn't think that... I didn't realize the extent that they went as far as the illegal activity, which, you know, I thought was, was actually pretty interesting. You know, how they, they basically scammed all these guys. Now, do you think it... You don't think that it was right for them to do that? No, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, the the poor guy, the last the last guy at the end who uh, had an autistic child, he couldn't pay child support because of what they did. He lost his job because of what they did because of, he used his corporate card. Uh, no, it was awful, and they they literally he wasn't interested in going and having a good time at a strip club. They just screwed him over. Yeah, I guess grumble, grumble. <laughs> but it was fun to watch, and apparently, in the movie and in real life, none of them suffered too much consequence. Yeah, it's it's crazy how lightly they got off. Um, I don't, which I don't get. Maybe because maybe they gave the judge a lot to answer something. <laughs> they come back to the strip club. I but no, it was fun. I liked it. How Ghost, many stars? I would give it. Um, Four? Sweet. I'll give it four as well. I liked it. I really liked it. Guys, really, go see it. Go with a bunch of your friends early in the morning, pitch in on to sneak in. Have a brunch. A brunch. Have a mimosa. Have a mimosa, three, four, eight, twelve. Who cares? It's it's Enjoy. the weekend. And I and would say go YOLO. see it. We're ready to move on? Absolutely. So let's talk about... What's coming out on DVD and music this week or in the CD store this week? CD store. What is a CD store? Is that what even is a thing that? anymore? Uh, the movies coming out September 17th on Blu-ray. X-Men, Dark Phoenix. Uh, are we going to be getting that? Yes. Or are we going to wait until... Uh, oh, we can wait until Black Friday. Black Friday. There's a few I'm waiting for, for Black Friday. Uh, I, I try not to... I used to... You know, get DVDs all the time. Now I just wait and get like yeah, five or six. Yeah, for the last Black three three Black Fridays, we've been very successful. Like three three dollars a pop. All I have to do is wait, <clears throat> which I can do. Uh, what's the one that came out? Oh, uh, there something came out recently that I Aladdin. Oh, Us. I want to get. Hopefully, it'll it'll be a good price on uh, on Black Friday. Uh, so put. X-Men Dark Phoenix on the list. Bodied? Should mm, I ask? Don't know. Oh, damn. Don't so know Bodied that. is out. The 10th season of Modern Family is uh, coming out. Did you ever watch Modern Family? No. I've seen a little bit. It's, it's cute. Um, but it really, really wasn't my, my thing. I felt it was a little too situational for the situation comedy for me. Too many situations. I kind of felt like it was... I don't know. It looked very predictable. The name and then the diversity in the cast. I'm like, oh, it's this type of of show. Little known fact. uh, Charisma Carpenter from Buffy and Angel. uh, She had done a small stint on the Kelsey Grammer Patricia Heaton show that lasted for one season. She had like a a guest, guest, guest in it. And they were just uh, casting for Modern Family, the producers of that show. Mm-hmm. And one of the producers put her name forward for, uh, I forgot the actress's name. Uh, shoot. Um, the blonde mother. 
Um, I don't know. And she tried out for it, and she was told that uh, we cannot see you as the mother. You look too young to be the mother of a, at the, I guess, a 16-year-old daughter. The oldest daughter was 16. Um, and Chris Carpenter was, like, a year older than the actress at the end of that the casting. That they got. Yeah. What a big pop shit. Hell, that would have made me watch that show. Ten years later. <laughs> Ten years later. Oh, well. Nah. Uh, the new music coming out September 20th. Blink, 182, 9. That's a lot of numbers. Uh, Zach Brown Band, The Owl, Liam Gallagher. Why me? Why not? Mm. And... Whoa, let me talk about uh, the album that you and I both listened to recently. I, I, you know, after the last or the podcast where I said, hey, I loaded this CD onto my phone, but I haven't listened to it yet. I listened to it. The Bat for Lashes album entitled Lost Girls. Shit, Lost Lost Girls. Uh, it's freaking awesome. Really? What did you I, think about it? I absolutely love it. I could tell you... Here's the the tracks you need to download. <laughs> I'll tell you in a second. I, 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 like, from beginning to end, I love it, but if you want a track or two... I, you I like it, it as well on Spotify, right? Yeah, it reminds me of, like, a mix of, like, 80s with... With instrumental, there's a song there that has a really awesome sax solo. Yes. Oh, uh, I, think I love it. I think it. that might be Vampires. But the the standout tracks for me are were this, the first single, Kins of the Dark, uh, Feel For You, So Good, and the last track, uh, Mountains. I'm going to say this. Uh, everyone knows my favorite band was The Cranberries. Um, they had a certain sound for their first two albums that they were never able to replicate. And that was because, um, well, they say we learned how to play, you know, instruments and, you know, the sound came from like a place of amateurish. This sound reminds me of early Cranberries. Like the, I'm going to be honest, like maybe not the eighties vibe, but the way the music kind of at times encompasses over her voice. Um, totally understand what you mean. And I, you know, and I, for me, that's a huge compliment for Miss Natasha, Natasha, back for lashes. I don't remember your last name. Natasha Khan? Natasha Kuhn? I never looked for her name. I enjoyed it really well. I, I'm really, it's impressed. a very vibey, very chilly type of album. You know, where you can just sit back, maybe have a glass of wine. Or a mimosa. Or a mimosa. YOLO. <laughs> and just really enjoy enjoy the whole entire album. It's, I like it's it a lot. beautiful. It's one of my favorites of the year. Oh, I should do like a top five of the top five albums. Yeah, we're gonna year. we should do that with movies at the end of the year and music and all that good stuff. Awesome. Let's we do should it. do like a countdown. Yay! I'm so excited. That's going to be my favorite episode. I accidentally bumped into, not accidentally, but bumped into Billie Eilish album. And I kind of like it and I kind of don't. I'm not a big fan of the first half of of the album, but the second half, I really enjoyed it. I love her voice. I feel like she should really have her own style and put her foot down when it comes to really being 
herself in music and in albums. And I don't want it to be overproduced or have a big fat thumb by like the corporate music world on, on her because I feel like her voice can be very, very, uh, what's the word? Overproduced? No, uh, positive. Like it can be very well worked on. I I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying right now because. Well, I don't want to. (laughs) I'm drawing a blank. It's okay. But it's like how you said with the Florence and the Machine uh, uh, albums. Mm -hmm. The first one amazing was it it was it the second one the second one was way too poppy too poppy and you can tell that it was dabbled completely by the music corporation and then i felt like she learned her lesson and in the third and fourth album it was you can tell it was all her it was all her or she was heavily involved in those music The, the third and fourth are amazing so with the with her with billy i want i don't want her to fall down through that rabbit hole. I want her to be as unique as possible. Yeah. Well, Billie Eilish, I don't want to be one of those people that is stuck, you know, in one music uh, decade or whatever um, and say, let's, you know, let's only listen to, to the old stuff and these new people, they suck. So I just won't say that. But... And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the segment of Six Degrees of Separation. Woohoo! My favorite segment. And my two actors are going to be Jennifer Lopez and Henry Cavill. Okay, that'll be an easy one. Uh, J-Lo, as, you know, us Puerto Ricans call her, uh, was in Gigli with Ben Affleck, who was in Batman v Superman (laughs) with Henry Cavill. Oh my god, that was, I basically handed that one to you. Thank you you very much. Thank you very much. I should should think about this more often. I I don't know. Thank Uh, you. Yeah, so our fact of the week... Although Lassie was portrayed as a female on the screen, it was actually a male puppy actor. Really? By the name of Pow. Huh. And there you have it. That's your fact of the week. And you can take it and do whatever you want with it because it is not mine. It's actually Shalane Woodley's. <laughs> okay, so it seems like we got to the end of the show. That's all we have for you here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. Thank you for hanging out with us. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast. And we'll continue to make funny and goofy content for you guys, gals, and pals. Oh, and don't forget to email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplay, the number two, at gmail.com. Or send us a DM via Instagram at pressplayr. That's pressplayar, one word on any suggestions or recommendations on what to review and talk about on our show. We'll kick it with you next week here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.